0: Hi there, and welcome to the Fantasy Fantasia podcast, a podcast where a bunch of theater nerds gather around and play various tabletop role-playing games, such as Dungeons & Dragons, Monster Hearts, Monster of the Week, Call of Cthulhu, and more. This podcast was brought to you by the Arts, Culture, and Heritage Fund of the City of Windsor, so big thanks to them. My name is Eric, and I will be your MC for tonight's episode of Undergrad, a Monster Hearts Previously on Undergrad, A Monster Hearts Tale. Our AV club have at last discovered what lies under the rose, a sprawling secret tunnel system. After being separated into two groups, they discovered challenges created uniquely for each of them to be tested. From arguing puppets, to hungry trees, to poisonous potions, each member conquered their own tests and were reunited in a subterranean chapel. There they found Coffee Josh and the long-missing Vice President Silvertree, and the mysterious figure who kidnapped them both. The figure introduced himself as the Pale Mare, a servant of his god, who is here to ensure that each of the AV Club are tested to prove that they are indeed the ones who have been foretold by prophecy. The Pale Mare demonstrated the reservoir of his power, a jagged red crystal he called the Philosopher's Stone. While the Pale Mare was in the midst of an evil monologue, Dr. Egan snuck close enough to cut off his hand with the stone, but not before she herself was stabbed, sending her into her dreaded darkest self. With Dr. Egan's vampiric powers now unchecked, and the Pale Mare having escaped fleeing the chaos, the A.V. Club must face their most physically strong member with a lust for blood. Welcome back to Undergrad, A Monster Hearts Tale. Chapter 32, Freshman's End. So last that we left everybody, Dr. Egan had just turned into her darkest self. She's looking at everyone with ravenous hunger in her eyes, extra bloodshot looking back at you. Vice President Silvertree and Coffee Josh are kind of on the opposite side right now. Egan is kind of cutting in between you. She has just pulled the knife out of her stomach and is looking at it. What do you all do?
1: Oh God. Actually, why am I gagging? I've done the worst. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that was aggressive. Um, okay, uh, so uh, 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 fuck. Go over to the two people, see if they're okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's where that's where Iris
3: is going to.
1: Yeah,
3: Evelyn's trying to calm Dr. Egan. She's Dr. Egan. We're, we're all your friends here.
4: And he's gonna intercept. She's not gonna let let anyone near these people because she's hungry. Oh no! He didn't? And she tears <laughs> off the bag of coffee. The one we know is coffee, no. Josh.
0: Yeah, so Egan, you make your way over, and they're really at your mercy. They're tied up in these chairs. They're helpless right now. Iris and Kane, you try to make your way over, but Egan easily beats you there. Her speed is just unmatched right now. So she beats you there, and yeah, you're standing over Coffee Josh. Dr. Egan, what do you do?
4: And I hold up the knife so that nobody can come by, and I take, I kind of, like, run my hand down Coffee Josh's uh, chest and then kind of pull his head to the side, and... I sort of lower, I kind of let them see as my, my teeth start to sink into his neck.
1: I'll, I'm tackling you, I'm going to activate my formula then, I'm going to try to uh, get you off of him.
0: Cain goes full fucking Mr. Hyde and charges yeah. after Egan, roll plus Volatile. He's just like yelling, like, no Egan, <laughs> Oh, that's fucking, t- what is wrong with me today,
1: that's a five.
5: <laughs> oh, it's a
1: level up twice in no. one session.
0: So <laughs> just one more. So you, you, you go to charge, Kane and with one fell swoop, Egan, without even trying to take your mouth away, you just sideswipe him, and Kane, you go flying into the wall for a harm. No, She's no. too strong for me. All <laughs> Evelyn's
3: going to try to hex Egan.
0: Okay, what do you want to do?
3: She wants to try to use her wither, and she wants to shrink her fangs, and... Bring them back to, like, normal teeth.
4: Oh, well, She cool. kind of uses her normal teeth. She files her teeth down. but, oh. but oh, we'll, wow. Yeah, you can, like, make them dull or whatever.
3: Yeah, yeah, she wants okay. to make them dull. Okay, uh. roll for that. <laughs> but she's still super strong, right? That's an 11.
0: Okay, yeah. so, Egan, as soon as you, like, break the skin, <laughs> you all of a sudden feel like your teeth are getting rejected out of the flesh because they're just not sharp enough. Ugh. They're, they're so dull and you can't you can't get a good sip
4: but is is there any broken skin
0: at all there is enough that there is yeah there there, there is a little bit of a drip right now
5: Zach is going to start um singing a siren song
0: okay roll for nice. siren song here we yes. go yes.
5: some high vampiric oh <laughs> uh, that's a seven uh plus two is eight, nine. Um, okay. So um, you can choose to be dazed, or you can press forward and take the harm if you want to resist it.
4: She probably press forward. She's hungry yeah. and she's having a hard time feeding.
0: So, so I'm 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 gonna say how how, how this manifests in a harm for this because there's nothing really to harm you in the area. But Zach is getting much better with his siren song. Yeah. So the more you resist Egan, the mm-hmm. more the song turns into like a. Ah! like that scream of a siren and it, 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 if you try to resist it's like ringing in your eardrums until you feel one of your eardrums like partially burst oh, a little bit ah.
6: and you oh. notice that
0: your ear is bleeding but being a darker Self you don't take mm. any harm you got way bigger fish to fry you barely even notice this thing Dr. Eby. Okay,
2: um, Okay I have something that Iris wants to do if that's okay. Mm-hmm. So she sees like freaking like go to bite coffee Josh smacking Kane aside what Evelyn works doesn't work so she's gonna um um, okay, she's going to she's gonna yell, Egan! And then when she turns around, she wants to take out the blue paperclip and just, like, <laughs> stab herself in the wrist so it looks like she's... So, like, blood starts coming out. Oh. And then um, she's going to... Is the door open behind?
0: The main chapel door? Yeah, sure. Let's say that it's open a little bit.
2: Okay, she's going to, like, look back at the door, but she's going to go... Um, you have to stop this and resist this. And what she wants to do is um, bring out her wings, start flying. But then she also, if I can roll dark or something, Eric, I want her to try to bring out, um, like, she's, like, her fairy, like, the fae, like, energy or light of that realm to almost kind of just blind her maybe and, like, overwhelm her a bit and kind of, like, I don't know, like maybe it like it, she shines so bright that like her eyes like it kind of like burns her eyes a bit or something and she can't see.
0: OK, you're going to have to roll a really nice roll for that. But it's uh, yeah, possible. I know it's,
2: it's a long stretch. If not, I'm just going to fly through the door.
0: Well, you got a lucky <laughs> coin, so it's really it's really up to you. And if you want to yeah. use it or not.
2: OK, Dart, please, please. Oh, my God. Why am I doing so well today? That's a 12.
1: Oh, hey, take all the good yes. rolls, man. Take them while you can get them.
0: So yeah, Iris, you turn around and you pick your vein with that paperclip and it begins to bleed fresh blood. And Egan, that fresh blood instantly catches your attention.
2: And not just that, it's fey blood. Yeah. I'm trying to get her away from Josh. It's, it's like
0: a it's it's like the equivalent of like a, a spicy Caesar for you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And and you just go at it, you fly towards her. Not fly, but you you know, you charge yeah. with incredible speed. So much so that it, it's very hard to stop this from happening. Mm-hmm. You charge and Iris, you focus on your fey energy so much. Um more than you i think you've ever focused on it Mm
2: -hmm. all of her friends are in trouble so she's freaking out and pulling pulling all the stops
0: and when egan is charging your wings pop out of you iris and everyone else sees her wings expand to four times their size (laughs) and this this massive like this you you flap your wings back iris and you press them forward and instead of wind that comes out it literally emits pure light and it sends this shockwave of light into the whole room, and yeah, Egan, it literally, like, bl- it, it, it shocks you so hard that you feel the, the, the bloodlust in your eyes drain. Like, mm-hmm. it shocks you with so much sun. It reminds you of the first time you encountered the sun, just after you were returned, how much it prickled and burned your skin until you got used to it.
4: Mm-hmm
0: just the sheer awe of that power. And I'm going to say at this point, you are totally stunned. So does anyone else want to do anything to to show Egan to put her power in her place?
2: I was just just, like keeping eye contact with Egan and going, come on, guys, help me out here.
5: Is there anything you want to try, Zach? I already (laughs) tried my whiff. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, uh, Zach is going to try to look her in the eyes. And uh, when he resisted um, the hypnotic thing, he's just going to try to, like, peer in um, sort of like a two-way sort of portal and just try to stop (gasps) her brain from working. He doesn't have this kind of a power, but he's, he's just trying to kind of use his streaming ability. And tap into her like interesting, nexus. interesting. Yeah. Okay, roll for
0: streaming. Okay,
5: uh, I think that's gonna be dark. Oh my god, <laughs> that's two ones, so that's a one
0: total.
4: <laughs> oh my,
0: god. I can't powers! Oh
4: no, that would have been so good.
0: You go to tap into Egan and you just feel the bloodlust within, and it uh, it honestly gives you like a shearing migraine because it's she's not really a part of your hive. So a- as you drop to the ground, it's going to give you one harm, Zach. As you cl- cl- clutch oh, your fuck. head, and you are incapacitated right now because you tried to go <gasps> too deep and it just sent like a it, you went real deep and it backfired on you. So does anyone else want to take a whiff uh, a shot as Egan is still temporarily frozen.
2: Help me out, guys. (laughs) Evelyn's
3: gonna try to use another one of her hexes. Yeah, so she's gonna use her illusion hex. And so I think she just wants to create a whole bunch of illusions of like all the types of things that, um, you know, would be harmful to vampires and just like have them surrounding her and like getting closer and closer and like intimidating her.
0: Interesting. Okay, roll for that.
3: Okay. Come on, Steph. That's a 10
0: okay. Okay. Yes. so yes. what what happens is I'm, I'm gonna say you can use the light itself Evelyn to your advantage okay and like and, and, and again this isn't just daylight you know what I mean this is magical pure fey light that you're okay. using which like you, you you can feel it kind of burn you Egan as, as it's around you mm-hmm. and Evelyn you, you use your magic to kind of swirl it around mm-hmm. yeah. and you've made a sphere. Circling Egan. Egan, this light is pressing at you from all directions. Mm. And from here it's getting closer and closer and closer to the binds you in this ball. Look, I
4: bet I'm like screaming. I just Oh um, yeah, <laughs>
0: just fucking bloody murder. <laughs> yeah, you, you just hear and you can see like steam coming out of the out of the globe, everyone, <laughs> as Egan is flailing. And Egan in, in that moment, you, you get hit with all these it's almost like you're remembering your life for the first time. All of your memories come back to you. Mm-hmm. You remember learning with your father about the stars, you remember being turned. You remember spending hundreds of years as a scared exile. You remember learning the scientific method and being at the forefront of when all that was happening and and how you've been at the forefront of science forever. And finally, you remember um, moving next to Oakhurst and taking this job position and finally saying yes and, you know, not being sure about it. And then you met these fucking four crazy kids (laughs) and uh, uh, and, and, and you remembered, oh, my God. Yeah, these four kids, they're my friends. Holy shit, that's what I'm doing here. And you remember everything. It comes flooding back to you Aww. as as when Evelyn's magic finally dissipates, you see that Egan is kind of curled up in a ball, laying by herself.
4: The power of friendship.
0: Yeah, st- st- still in a morph suit, I might add.
4: Yes, <laughs> still and, yeah. in a
1: morph Evelyn suit. Evelyn <laughs>
3: runs over to check on her. <sighs> Are you OK, Dr. Egan?
4: Yes. Thank you, Evelyn.
3: Oh, it was—it was
4: Iris too, with her. And yes, and Iris, her and, and everyone else. You—you oh. you all tried to save me.
2: Oh my gosh, you <sighs> gave us quite a fright again. <laughs> I'm sorry.
4: I don't know what came over me. I think I got too close to that—that that gemstone.
2: Mm. Oh, Is—is oh, is Josh okay? Oh my gosh! Right, and, and Iris <laughs> runs over to check on both of them.
0: They are both unconscious, uh, but they're both breathing.
2: Yeah, they're uh, breathing. They're right, unconscious, which is, prob- which is prob, which is probably a good thing. Uh, we found. He said his name was uh,
3: Vice President Silvertree, right? Yes. We found him, too. This is perfect. That's who we're looking for. We can bring him back to the campus and he can take his job back. And then Dean Dean <laughs> will have to go back to where he was unless he gets fired for incompetence first. <laughs>
1: that was the ultimate goal. That was the overlying thing we were hoping to accomplish.
2: We have solved your Dean Oh, puzzle. my gosh. Wait, wait, wait. Zach is <laughs> on the ground, too, right? He's unconscious?
0: Uh, he's not unconscious. Zach, you, you're you you're incapacitated. Zach, you kind of come back, too, and your vision is a bit blurry at first because your headache. But things are kind of coming back and everyone looks okay right?
2: Right now. Zach Kane, are you guys okay? Yes,
0: yeah, it's, it's okay. It's like, oh, that was actually,
1: I'm almost dead. That was unbelievably <laughs> stupid. Me too. Oh. second thoughts. Ow.
2: Wait, wait. I can. I can Iris? I can help you.
0: Huh? Uh, Iris, and you see that coffee? Josh is just kind of coming to. <laughs> Iris, is that is that you? Uh,
2: hey, hey, uh, Josh. Hi. Um.
0: I. I it's okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. What happened? And he kind of drifts off again.
4: Uh, okay. Ooh, they don't know what happened. Okay, we're good, guys. That's <laughs> probably for the best. Um, you know what? I, I, I will carry him out. Uh, that's the least I could do. And I promise I won't,
2: won't try to eat. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Egan. Hey. Um. Yeah. I think we're all pretty much dead. So <laughs> we should get out of here.
4: I think. Yes. I think we may have, have to get out of here before that. Um. That pale horse guy was. Pale Mare. Yeah. Pale Mare, yes. We need to go before he comes back.
2: Yeah, we're not powerful enough, I think, right now to fight whatever that magic is. No. No,
4: that was pretty intense. What the chairman was warning us about.
2: So who's the strongest to carry the other guy?
3: (laughs) Um, I only have two harms, so I can try to help with that.
4: Thanks,
1: Evelyn.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I think the rest of us are at three harm. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Whatever that means, man. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So as you make your way out of the the tunnel carrying Vice President Silvertree and Coffee Josh, you get back to the abandoned Coffee Josh's, and you lay Coffee Josh down, and and, uh, they, they both have kind of come to periodically, and they both don't seem to know what happened. Hmm. They're both very confused. So you you suspect that whatever the pale mare did when he shocked them, a memory wipe might have been a part of that. Mm -hmm. It wasn't as elegant and as nice and as less harming as the chairman's. It was a raw, ugly version of it, but Mm -hmm. it worked.
2: Guys, should we call the chairman so he can help us out or figure out what we should do?
1: Yeah, I think it might be a good idea to confer with him, at least with everything that we saw down there and whatever Mm -hmm. being this could be.
3: I think I want to know.
0: You'll think I want to know what.
5: Oh.
0: <laughs> and you turn. You see that the chairman oh, no. is at one of the tables drinking some coffee, looking at you quite worried.
1: Well, we found what was under the rose. It was this crazy chapel. I'm just a little confused, though. I mean, this being, this greater being. Do you know anything about it?
4: You know. Tell what us. What do you know?
1: Yeah, I feel like you've been keeping some secrets from us, especially for the way you've been looking more like shit this semester, as it goes Mm
4: -hmm. on. You've been trying to hide this from us. I think now we know what's down here. I think we are owed an explanation.
5: If you go for any of that greater good bullshit, I'm going to so fucking help me.
4: (laughs) Yeah, so
1: help
0: Zack, seriously. (laughs) Yeah, I might just die. (laughs) (laughs) Did you believe anything he said to you?
4: No. I believe that there is his person that he considers a god I believe he's very powerful but I don't believe that he is who he thinks he is
0: this god if I were to tell you that you could live forever at the cost of many many lives (laughs) would you do it
2: No.
4: No? Say they've been there, done that.
0: (laughs) Yes, I suppose.
1: New semester, new me, no way.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Iris smiles at him.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's just trying to insert himself. (laughs) In that case, I will tell you more of what I know. Evelyn, when you discovered the founding circle in Coffee Bob's notebook, There's only so much that I could say. I am bound by very old magic. I cannot reveal too much. And indeed, my knowledge is limited either way. But I cannot interfere, and they cannot interfere with me. Why? Because it's what we agreed upon. We were not to interfere with each other directly. Uh, We agreed hundreds of years ago. I can't remember exactly. We've both forgotten by now. You're a god, too, aren't you? you?
2: Yeah, are you a god, too? And at that
0: question, he begins to laugh. (laughs) No, Iris, I am Uh, a mere human. Just as human as Cain, as I've said before. Perhaps what the Pale Mare deems as god is not god. Perhaps not even close, just a human like us.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand how maybe he could be surviving, because he's, you know, sucking the souls out of poor, innocent people, so he ha- he's immortal, but then how are you still here?
0: Iris, what makes you think I'm alive? She just turns to the other, she's very confused. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that sounds like a philosophical question, actually. What are you,
3: then, if you're not living?
0: As I've said, I am a human, and I can assure you that that is a promise.
4: I believe that humans who are mortal and who are uh, who don't usually exist uh, in realms or with powers that are supernatural probably would think that people like you who have these powers are gods.
0: Yes, Dr. Egan, I believe you are correct. And though that is true, I must say that when it comes to powers and magics, my... Let's call him my counterpart. He is far more powerful than I, I am afraid to admit. He has dealt in magics and taboo sorceries that I would scarce even dream about. But I've had to do what I have to do to follow him through these hundreds of years and make sure that what he's doing is kept in check to the best of my abilities. I am not proud of what I had to do to ensure this. And he looks at you, Cain, and says, mm. why do you think I was so furious when I found out you made a tether? Oh my god. And he presents to you the bone-handled cane that he's always walked around with. Cain, I too made a tether. I made a tether to stay as long as I could to tether my spirit to this plane, to ensure that my counterpart could not do harm greater than I thought that he was capable of. It was the only choice that I had.
1: Oh shit, <laughs> actually. That's, uh... Ooh, wow, I guess I'm not the only one who uh, saw that as a sort of a option. Um, Yeah, n- n- yeah, not good, not good stuff.
2: You killed someone?
0: A long time ago. Yes, I did. And I would do it again, as evil as it was, so that I could be here with you at this moment. Something is happening. My counterpart, they like to refer to themselves as the Founder, (laughs) or God to their measly followers. Trust me, he is not even close to a God. However, I know that what he is cooking up, whatever it is, is monumental in scale and far greater in malice than anything that he has done before. But what I do know that it involves is the stone. Did you see the stone? Yeah.
4: Yeah. We saw a stone.
0: They are called Philosopher Stones. They contain enormous power. I hope you understand why I kept them from you. We needed to hone your skills right. mm-hmm. and... Well, Philosopher's Stones represent a shortcut, but that is not a path you want to take.
2: But how are we supposed to beat it? We, that one small stone had us all almost dead. How are we supposed to fight something so powerful? Mm-hmm. It took away our power. <laughs>
0: I don't know. I don't know.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Iris tur- no, Iris- which sure is not the answer you want to hear, <laughs> but he, he doesn't have anything else to say.
2: Iris turns to Kane and says, I understand why your bestie was so scared of this guy now. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, no kidding. Well, at least we were able to
0: save Josh and the vice president. Please leave them with me. I can assure you that they are in safe hands. I will make sure that whatever mind-altering spell was done on them does not have any permanent side effects. Should should we
2: protect them? Do you think they'll come after them again to try to get to us?
0: No, I don't think so. You all passed the test, and that is very, Mm -hmm. very important. Listen, there is one more thing that I need to tell you of vital importance. And he looks nervous when he says this, but he finally builds up the courage and says, Every solstice, myself and my counterpart, the Founder, get together and play a game of chess. We have played this game hundreds of times. The winner is the one that gets to test the new initiates last, and I lost this year. I tried to prepare you as best as I could with my tests, as I knew he would test you last. He wants to know something else. He's not telling me, and I cannot find out again. This is ancient binding magic. But he wants to confirm something. I do not know what.
4: What else are you doing that we don't know about that would control our lives? I don't like not knowing these things.
0: I'm telling you everything. This chess game was of vital importance. He, here, here, I even made chess pieces of each of you, and he pulls out individual chess pieces, kind of customized to each of your huh. looks. Please take them.
4: Egan does, and, and hands them out to the rest.
0: And though I lost this game, my loss seems to have been your victory. Please believe me when I say, when my counterpart <laughs> contest last, when he wins the chess game during the solstice, I have never had initiates make it out before, let alone a whole group. This has never happened before. You are all special in some way.
2: You keep saying counterpart. What is his relationship to you or her?
0: We have known each other for so long. I don't think him or I remember anymore. When we met, we studied together. We explored the world together. We created magics and unleashed arcane knowledge. And we loved each other deeply. We were of one mind and one soul in a way that only two people that understand each other completely can be. But that was a very, very, very long time ago. And you see that there's this sadness that kind of takes over him as he's thinking about it. And he pauses for a while. I'm sorry, I cannot discuss it much further. It is too much pain.
2: I understand. But you want to fit, you want, to, you want us to help end him.
0: I do. I do not see any other way of ending this. And perhaps one day when it is all over, I will find some rest and peace as well. And after a while, he stands up and looks at you all and says, please, go, all of you. Enjoy your summer. You have worked so hard this year. (laughs) Oakhurst will be around for a few more years, but after that, I'm afraid my sight only extends so far.
2: (laughs) Iris looks around at everybody, like, most of us are, like, almost dead. (laughs) And everyone just looks tired. (laughs) And she goes, guys, I think this is enough talking for tonight. Can we just do one more group hug and go home and rest?
1: Yeah, that sounds nice to me.
0: (laughs) Okay. After you all hug, you peel out of the hug and you see that the chairman is closer to you with a um, serving tray and there is a cup of ambrosia on each yes. of us, except oh, yes. for you, Egan. There's a beautiful um, Himalayan mountain climber that yeah. high in yeah. oxygen. Extra oxygen. Mm, love yeah. it. And you take a sip and you're all healed from all your heart. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> and he goes, Rest now. And I hope you all have a very lovely summer. We'll see you in four months.
2: Okay. Be safe, Chairman.
0: And you, Iris.
2: Hmm.
0: And as you all reluctantly leave Coffee Josh and Vice President Silvertree, you see the chairman gently tend to them, fixing up their wounds and healing all the ailments that were given to them by the pale mare. And as you all head back in the dead of night, back to Oakhurst College, our camera fades away. Undergrad, a monster heart's tale, will return after a brief word from our sponsors.
6: And now, a word from our sponsor, Antonino's Pizza.
5: Our specialty is pizza. That's what we do. It's what we do best. We don't offer pasta. We don't offer wings. We don't offer fries. We stick to what we do best, and we believe we do it better than anyone else. The best pizza in town are your money back every penny. We have three locations, South Windsor, Tecumseh at Manning and Amy Croft, and LaSalle on Malden Road.
0: Hi everyone, Eric, your MC here, just wanting to take the time to thank you so much for all of your support. If you enjoy the show, please feel free to share with your RPG loving friends and family. And don't forget to follow us at the Fantasy Fantasia podcast on Facebook and Instagram, as well as subscribe to us on your preferred podcast platform. If you enjoy the show and you want to hear a little more of our characters, I highly recommend that you check out our first secret arc, Leadership, that is a one-off arc featuring 11 players. And all of that can be found at www.talltailtheater.com with all of our information. You can get two of the episodes. The first one's released for free. Parts two and three can be yours for only $3, and that's over four hours of content. Thank you so much, everybody, for supporting the Fantasy Fantasia Podcast. And now, back to Undergrad, A Monster Hearts Tale. Our camera opens on a beautiful spring day at Oakhurst as it is the end of classes. And we have students that are moving out of their dorms with their parents. Furniture and stuff is being moved around. The quad is packed with people. Uh, Other than that, you heard back from Coffee Josh. And the Historical Foundation has said that it is okay to reopen yet again. (laughs) So he's opened up. He's got a few bumps and bruises, but he doesn't remember anything. Like he said, he thinks he just took a bad fall. But in other news, Vice President Silvertree has been reinstated into his job. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And uh, the former vice president, Don Dean, has been demoted and is now Dean Don Dean yet again. Now, the reasons why he was demoted are unclear, but they think that one of the causes (laughs) is that uh, from a large complaint of students, specifically maybe one student complained about him a lot more, but I digress. So now he has been demoted back and he is now Dean Don Dean again.
2: (laughs) Which sounds better anyway.
0: Yeah. It does. Yes, it does. Oh. And as we pan our camera down to the quad, we see that the five of you have met again to say goodbye, as this is the last time you'll see most of each other in about four months now. So as you stand in this beautiful quad on this spring day, what do you do?
1: So what is everybody doing over the summer?
4: (laughs) I've got plenty of work. I never stop, really, but um, I suppose I will probably, uh, I don't know, go on a few day trips and uh, you know, I've been, uh, I've been sort of ignoring some of the people in my life, and perhaps I might, I don't know.
2: Do you mean Jeremy?
1: That's what I was thinking, yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 Are you gonna go home to Jeremy, Egan?
1: You can just say it, it's okay.
2: Well, no, no You no, guys know, seem really um, cute well, together. Yes, he's,
4: he's one of the... People that I haven't seen in a while, but uh Zach, are you are
2: you going back home?
5: Uh, yeah. I mean, if you can call it home, it's not much. Uh, just uh, my stepdad's place.
6: Oh.
5: Kane kind of like leans always like daddy issues. I get it. Yeah, man. Like <laughs> hardcore. You, I, I don't <laughs> even think you could possibly understand.
2: Are you gonna hang out with the Hive over the summer? Maybe a certain lady member. And she, like, smiles oh, at him. Hell yeah,
5: dude. We've got our old, all our old haunts to hit up. You know, got to make a return, uh,
0: return, uh, what do you call it? Tour. That's the mm. one. And on that, you hear a honk. Zach, is the high mobile is driven by Alexis, and she picks at her head, and she goes, Hey! El Capitano, let's go! We got a long drive, (laughs) and I got a lot of weed to smoke!
5: Okay, guys, well, the road waits and the weed, uh...
0: Ooh, have fun.
5: ...won't smoke itself. And Brian sure as fuck won't smoke it either, because he's not cool enough for that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, fuck Brian.
2: We'll we'll miss you, Zach. Iris gives Zach a big hug and says, Have a lot of fun this summer, okay?
5: Thanks, man. Yeah. I think we've
1: earned it, right? right. I would Ooh. say so.
3: Oh, yeah. Go have fun.
2: Hi, Alexis. <laughs> hey, Iris. How's it going? <laughs> Take care of him for us.
0: Oh, you know I will. <laughs> and as Zach jumps in the van and the van drives off honking and waving as it goes, Evelyn, let's jump back to you. What are you going to be doing throughout your summer break? Are you staying? Are you leaving? What's going on?
3: Um, I'm... Yeah, I'm. I'm just really staying on campus. You know, probably work some shifts at the library. Um, mm-hmm. try to save up some more money. You know, I've got to try to get out of the roots sometime.
2: <laughs> but um, you're forgetting a certain someone that you. I hope you're going to be spending time with. And she gives her like a big smile. Um, well, I mean,
3: yeah, we we will a bit, but you know, he's going back to his family for the summer.
0: Hmm. Okay excuse me, Evelyn, and Evelyn, you turn around and you see that Nick is running up to you with a big smile on his face. Hi, Evelyn! Oh, uh, hey, Nick. Uh, hi, hi. Um, Listen, uh, and he looks a little awkward looking at your friends. I, I know that you had mentioned that maybe that you were just going to be staying here throughout most of the summer, and I, I figured I, well, I, I don't know, would you like to maybe come up to my family's house in the Hamptons to maybe visit sometime? I, I, I have a spare bed, so I don't think I'm going to be up to, you know, and, and, and anything funnier or anything, but I, I just thought I, I I would invite you, you know.
2: Iris leans into Kane and goes, "Why is he talking about his spare bed? I'm so confused." <laughs> um, well, thank you, Nick. That sounds
3: wonderful. I I would love to meet your family, is if if you're sure that, um, that you want that.
0: <laughs> he literally, in front of everyone, just take just gently grabs your face, Evelyn, and <gasps> gives you a big kiss. Yay! in front of everyone and says, yeah, I think I'm sure.
3: Evelyn just gets the biggest smile on her face and kisses him back and then just says, well, then thank you. I'd, I'd love that.
0: As you say that, Evelyn, you feel a giant tug in the other direction as as a bulking mass with red frizzy hair wraps around you <laughs> and you see Maddie McFanfan going, I'm going to miss you most of all, Scarecrow. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, Maddie. Are you going back to your family for the summer?
0: Yeah, and she looks, and you see that they're in a car, kind of waving her down, and being like, "We're running late, dear."
3: Maddie, remember, don't, don't let what they say get to you. And if you ever need me, you know I'm gonna be here. You can always call me.
0: Hey, you know, oh yeah. I, I don't know if this is obvious, I know that I come off as someone who's probably flooded with friends in their everyday life, but I don't really have a lot of friends, and it's just nice to, it's nice to not hate myself, and I, I can't not give you at least some of the credit for that.
3: Thank you, Maddie. And you know what? I hope that you just, I, I hope that you stop hating yourself because you don't deserve that.
0: And she gives you one more hug and she runs and her parents honk the horn and she goes, oh, shut the fuck up already! <laughs> She's finally standing up to her parents a little bit. Aww. Yes. And on that, um, Nick goes, do you want to maybe grab a smoothie, Evelyn?
4: Yeah,
2: that would be great.
0: And he holds <laughs> out his hand and you two walk away with one more final goodbye. <laughs>
2: Iris turns to Egan and and goes they're not going to need that spare bed I have a feeling <laughs> I have to agree mm-hmm. now speaking of which I should probably
4: leave the two of you alone and I'm going to head back
1: well I'll see you in a few months Egan
2: okay well yeah right. I look forward to hanging out with you soon yes 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 I think that would be nice I, I will be in touch soon then Okay, and say hi to Jeremy for us if you see him. <laughs> yes, I I think I might need to do that. <laughs> Iris gives her like one big hot hu- big hug.
0: So, Doctor Egan, as you walk away from Iris and Kane, leaving them alone, you are kind of going to that main quad path that leads to the main staff parking lots, and for a brief second. Something catches your eye, a figure in a white lab coat, is getting out of one building and moving into the adjacent building with an abundance of papers. And you see he kind of drops the papers for a moment and is kind of picking them back up before the wind catches them. And he looks back up at you and it's Jeremy. And he's looking at you and you're maybe not used to him looking at you like this, but you think you pick up fear in his eyes. Mm. What do you do?
4: Um, so I, 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 I kind of run over to him, run over to him, and I say, oh, Jeremy, oh, aren't you a sight
0: for so much? Hello, uh, Dr. Egan, and he, like, extends his hand to give you a handshake.
4: Uh, uh, oh. <laughs> You're just te- teasing me, aren't you? <laughs> hello, Dr. Renner.
0: <laughs> um, is, is, is there oh, anything that I can I... help you with?
4: Um, well, I, 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 you know, I haven't seen you in quite some time. I was, uh, I was hoping that, um, you know, maybe you might want to come over tonight for a drink. Hmm? And she kind of, uh, gets a little bit closer to him and starts putting her (laughs) arms around his neck. (laughs) You
0: you feel kind of instinctually reach for that place where you bit him a while ago and he kind of rubs it like a rash. (laughs) And he looks back Mm. at you and he goes, um, listen. Elizabeth, and he's not making eye contact with you. You notice he's looking right at your shoes, almost. I... Oh. I, um... Last time I was in your office, I know that it was way, you know, early January, and there's a reason why I haven't come back. I... Elizabeth, something happened in that office, and I don't know exactly what, but I, I remember... I think you bit me, and... and, and then you tried to make me f- forget, and... and I... I,
4: uh, <laughs> um, well, you know, it's just a just a little love bite, really. That's not you know? what it felt we...
0: like, Elizabeth. And then you tried to make me. F- oh. it, do you know what it feels like to have someone reach into your brain and and try? I, Elizabeth, I was having nightmares for weeks after, and I for a while I didn't know if I was sleeping or, or or awake, or I I didn't know what was going on, and I don't know what you did, and I don't know who you are, but but that's not okay. I thought that you trusted me, and, and, and apparently there's there's something about I, <laughs> you, there's something a lot about you that I, I don't know, and, and I don't think I want to know, Elizabeth.
4: Oh. All right. Um, well, I suppose uh, you can make your own decisions, and I can make mine, then.
0: Please don't think that I don't think that you're a brilliant woman and that you will make the world better, but I... It just feels like I don't know who you are, and I... I'm afraid of you.
4: <laughs> don't be ridiculous. Afraid of me? I we, we've, we played like this before. You've never been afraid of me
0: yeah, before. Yeah, but, but every other time it was... I... I, I don't I don't know Elizabeth. Like we 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 would go for a, you know a drink or, or to hang out and and then and 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 once that happened, once you you tried to make me forget, I, a, a bunch of other things came back to me and I I remember how I, I I want how many times have I been in your office? How many times have you done this to me? And he points to his neck and you can tell he's getting loud a little bit. Like some students are 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 looking at the the hubbub.
4: Hmm. <laughs> Um, Maybe we should take this inside. No, I I, I don't want to be anywhere alone with you. All right. And I guess this is goodbye, then, hmm? Is that what you're saying?
0: I'm just saying, maybe we should take the summer and do our own thing, and I'll see you in the fall, Elizabeth.
4: Very well. And she reaches into her um her her, her, her fanny pack and <laughs> she takes out her um her key rings uh her, her her key ring with the um all her keys on it and she uh kind of flips to the shiny key that he gave her and she takes it off her key ring and she reaches out for his hand and takes the key and puts it in in his palm and then closes up and puts her hand over his hand and she pauses for a moment and then she looks at him and she nods and she walks away
0: you can even from there hear his heartbeat and it's the heartbeat rhythm that you've associated with humans with when they're like in distress or very upset and that's the last thing that you feel of Jeremy as I feel like maybe you do one more head turn around and he's already starting to walk. If you would have have looked a little bit longer, you would have noticed that as you walked, he too stopped, (sighs) turned around and looked at you and you were walking and he then put the key. He actually just takes the key and he throws it in the garbage (gasps) and walks away. And Egan, you make it to your car. And just before our camera closes on you, you find there is a letter kind of blowing in the breeze in your windshield wiper. Oh. And it's addressed to, to you. It says Elizabeth, and it has this beautiful calligraphy.
4: Oh, okay. So I take it off the, the windshield and I
0: open it up. And you see, again, it has, it's this ancient calligraphy, and you recognize the jagged edges of the cursive belonging to abertok And you can, as you read it out loud, you hear, Dear Elizabeth, you think that you could have fooled me. You think that you have foiled my plans. But I want to ensure you, anything you do gets us one step closer to freedom. Enjoy your summer and no hard feelings, Apertok.
4: She tears it up, tears it up, and stomps on it. And um, she's gonna find like a puddle on the.
0: <laughs> she's gonna like throw in the puddle and stomp on it. It kind of disintegrates <laughs> into the puddle, and with your, you stepping on it, turns into little paper mache ball, balls. <laughs> and
4: then she gets in her car, and she pauses a moment, like a long moment. She's probably sitting there for about five minutes, just you know thinking about what she's done, and. Then she reaches over and she gets out a tape and she puts it in her her tape player in her car and she presses play. And and I forget who, who, who records this, but it's the song All By Myself.
0: So as, as you as you kind of hear Eric Carvin's All By Myself playing, you drive down the main street that leads back to Oak Haven and, you know, Egan you have this time to kind of reflect on uh, on what a year it's been for you and and where you started without knowing Mm. these four crazy fucking kids who dropped into your life (laughs) and turned everything (laughs) upside down but you know also ironically showed you through their humanity maybe you remembered a little bit what it's like to be human after well over 900 years and as you drive down the beautiful spring lane our camera fades on you So Kane and Iris you find yourself alone standing in the quad with you know students kind of moving around you all bags packed ready to go as you are the last members of the AV club left on campus what what do you do?
2: <laughs> Iris turns to Kane and just smiles and says and then there were two and she just looks up at him smiling
1: <laughs> yeah he's uh he's kind of just looking around the campus and thinking about everything he's done in this last year how much of a crazy roller coaster it's been the people he's met along the way and how (laughs) he died how iris has almost died just all the crazy shit and he just kind of takes a a big deep breath in and and exhales he just says so um you're not going away for the summer are you i mean uh I kind of realized I have nowhere to go, so I was wondering if maybe you wanted to uh, spend it with me.
2: Oh, I mean, yeah. I'm. I was kind of hoping that's what we'd do. I don't really want to go home.
1: Really? It's,
2: yeah. I mean, Kane. I only have the, this year's done. I have two years left before my aunt's gonna come calling now, and I want to spend as much of it here as I can. Huh. Hmm.
1: <laughs> and. That makes that makes him really happy hearing <laughs> that that you're just kind of on the same page. He um, he takes your hands and he says, "Okay, um, well, I've never really gone traveling anywhere besides the campus and this this town. It, it, we we should go somewhere. We should go somewhere fun and and relaxing and away from all the craziness for a bit. What do you think?
2: Like a vacation? Yeah. Oh, yeah,
1: that'd be amazing."
2: I saw those on TV. They look so fun. I've only been on this campus, so I really don't know. I mean, I've read about stuff, some stuff about the rest of the world, but I would love to go on a vacation with you. <laughs> Where should we go?
1: I think we both have the money to go anywhere. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Some Somewhere, somewhere, somewhere that feels like new and fresh.
2: Hmm. Well, everywhere's new and fresh to me, so. Um, okay. What? Okay. Okay. Um, think about where you would love to be relaxing after all the craziness and good times of this year, where do you picture yourself just relaxing?
1: In your arms.
2: She just kind of like smiles and gives him a hug and says, (laughs) okay, but really, okay, where are (laughs) we? Where are we besides being in my arms?
1: I, um, I feel like I want to go somewhere where I can kind of redefine who I am. Come back fresh and be Mm -hmm. more like the person that I want to be with you and, and better so excuse
0: me excuse me Metavirus and Master Kane and you see Jeeves is clogging on top of Carrots (laughs) (laughs) what he's on and he's saying oh I I, I had to take Carrots out for his walk and I saw you in the distance and I I just wanted to say goodbye to both of you and he kind of dismounts and you can hear Carrots going like yeah yeah good fucking bye, whatever
2: wait (laughs) Jeeves are you going somewhere
0: no, no, well, I, well, yes, I mean, I, I am off for the summer, so I will be uh, going on a little tour around the world. I've saved up, you know, uh, enough in my life, and every summer I like to kind of tour as much as I can. So this summer it, it is South America. Oh. Wow, Jeez, that sounds amazing. Huh. Yes, yes. I'm, I'm very excited. I have everything ready, and uh, it's going to be a, a hell of an adventure. I'm going to meet with some of my other butler friends, and we have a little, uh, a little getaway, shall we say? <laughs>
1: oh, is there like a secret society of butlers or something?
0: Oh, I wish. We're just a bunch of old geezers who like good whiskey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you won't
0: find any of that here.
2: Actually, uh, Jeeves, we were just talking about where we should go this summer.
0: You two are spending the summer together. <laughs> yeah. I was,
2: I was like grabs Kane's hand and, like, starts swinging it back
0: and forth and goes, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if I wouldn't be so bold, Madam, to suggest, um, feel free to say no. But he reaches in his pocket and he kind of picks out his, you see he's got, like, a, a little Rolodex pocket book thing, and he kind of twirls it through and he pulls out a card and he says, uh, I come from a very old family and we have some estates in well, on Ireland. Oh. Ireland. It's it's just a oh. small family cottage, but uh, it's yours if if you want it for the summer.
2: Iris turns to Kane just looks at him and says, "Kane, would you would you like to go to Ireland?"
0: That
1: it's quiet. It's away from everything. It could just be the two of us. That sounds perfect.
2: And there's sheep, and I love sheep.
0: <laughs> there are a multitude of sheep, madam. There are more sheep than you could possibly imagine.
2: <laughs> Iris like grabs Jeeves's hands. And goes, wait, Jeeves, are you saying that I could spend time in a big herd of sheep, just hugging all
0: of them? Did I mention that it is a beautiful woodland glade that looks outside my cottage? And every morning, the sun just kisses your face when it you sleep in the master bedroom and the windows open up to the sea. It's uh, it's beautiful.
2: Oh my gosh, Kane! Do you like the sound of that?
1: Let's do it. Mm. Let's do it.
2: Mm. Ireland and sheep and you, Kane. Oh, this is gonna be great.
1: Jeeves, I can't thank you enough. This is and he gives
0: him a big hug. Iris joins in. <laughs> it's a group hug. He he. At first, is kind of taken back by you know just his British sentimentality. That's a lot of affection <laughs> for him. Um, but he 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 kind of you know takes and you see him relax and he throws his arms around you too. And he says, mm-hmm. you know, I've come to look at both of you as, um, you know, some sort of surrogate sort of children, but not related to each other because that's weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> L- little taboo. Yeah. Yeah.
2: No, I love that, Jeeves. We wouldn't have been able to get through this year at all without you. You've done so much for us.
0: Well, that means a great deal to me, madam. Thank you.
2: You're going to be back next year, right?
0: Oh, I intend to be here the year after year after year. I I enjoy it here, madam. It is, um, you know, serving the same household over and over again. You get bored, and it's nice to have new faces every year and to meet new friends. Don't you agree?
2: Um, Yeah, Iris kind of, like, looks around the campus and back at, like, Kane and Jeeves, and she kind of gets a little sad knowing that she might only have two years left, so she's just kind of sad. She's like, yeah, that would be really nice.
0: Hmm. If you excuse me, I need to continue Carrots' walk or he gets grumpy. I'm already fucking grumpy. (laughs) (laughs) Now, 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 Carrots, because, you know, you just heard... (laughs) In real life. Not out here, it's calmed down. Um here oh one one more thing. Uh he reaches in his like, you know, his his butler jacket always has seems to have what he needs, right? And he pulls out this ring of old keys and says, Here are the keys to my cottage. It should open every door in the cottage and I hope that you enjoy it thoroughly and please just clean up after yourselves. And he gives you like a knowing look.
2: Especially Iris, I feel like she's quite messy.
0: Yeah, yeah. And he hands Iris he hands you the keys.
2: Thank you, Jeeves. I really look forward to seeing you in the
6: fall.
0: And I you, madam. And I you, sir. Farewell, Jeeves. I'll miss you. <laughs> and he jumps on Carrots and says, Let's go, Carrots! And Carrots trots off. And uh, you you, you hear, like, Iris, you can hear Carrots, like, talking to other students, like, Get the fuck out of my way, four eyes! <laughs> as, <laughs> as Carrots and Jeeves leave.
2: Iris kind of smiles and says, I'm going to miss that pony.
0: Uh. I'm (laughs) 50-50.
2: Well, I guess that's better than Coffee Josh, so I'll take it, and she gives him, like, (laughs) a knowing smile. And then she gets serious for a second. She says, hey, Kane, I just realized something, and I know I should have realized it a long time ago, but that's one year left. I mean, one year done. Just like that. There's only two. And do you... Do you, um... Are you mad at me for making you destroy that ring and basically ruining your chance at a long life?
1: No. Because just two years with you and knowing I'm doing the right thing is a lot better than living with the guilt of a longer life that I did the wrong thing.
2: Really? Because I feel like I would be mad at me. I know it was the right thing to do. You're right, but...
1: Iris. <clears throat> I love you. She smiles. It was the right thing to do. And I will be forever grateful that you helped me to make a really hard decision that I knew was the right one to make.
2: It doesn't feel like the right one at times, thinking that you have so little time left, but... She kind of shakes her head and, smi- and tries to like force a smile, and she says, But hey, don't give up hope. Maybe we'll find a way. Maybe something will change. Right? maybe
1: let's just let's just focus on today for now and maybe if an opportunity arises we'll take it as it comes but for now i actually mm. have a request of you
2: what me okay.
1: i think it's time i went shopping
2: <laughs> her eyes go wide
1: <laughs> and maybe saw a hairdresser
2: <gasps> oh my gosh i I've watched stuff on the television about shopping sprees and they look so fun.
1: I would love if you could help me. I think I think it's time to make a new me for next year.
2: Oh my gosh, this is gonna be the best. <laughs> okay. Alright, Ireland in a shopping spree. What could go better than that?
1: <laughs> Beats me, and he kind of extends his arm for you to take.
2: Oh she like hops over and threads her arm in.
1: And I assume we walk off
0: to head to Ireland. Oh my god!
2: (laughs) Shopping!
0: And as you hop in to call one of the cabs to take you into town and begin your shopping spree and get ready for your Ireland trip. (laughs) And once the quad is emptied out of all the AV club members, as the last ones to leave are Kane and Iris through the main walkway out uh, into Oak Haven. And (laughs) our camera kind of swoops over the grounds and gives a full view of this campus 360, and we see the clock tower ringing in its triumphalness as all the students are heading home after a eventful first year, as all the cars depart from Oakhurst together, and our heroes, the AV Club, say goodbye for the first time, but certainly not the last time, as freshman year comes to a close. Our camera opens back up.
2: Oh, no. Oh, no.
0: (laughs) In a subterranean room. Oh, no. A simple but beautifully carved obsidian throne sits in the center of a large, empty room. And in this room, you see a bunch of wires and tubes kind of all connecting from the central throne as a hooded figure sits there. very calm. Just kind of staring at the sky and you see that the ceiling has a kind of very complex constellation contraption of these stars spinning in the sky, making it look like there is a night sky, even though we are clearly underground. The pale mare enters from a entrance at the base of the throne and bows with his still bleeding stub and says, Master, God they have passed the test and with a single tapping of his finger just very delicately that kind of echoes through this room louder than it should you hear I am aware God there is one more thing and he holds out his stump and he says if, if I apologize for losing the stone it is no matter the stone was meant to be lost my son And he kind of just waves his hand very casually, almost lazily. And you see that this electric red energy kind of grows him a new hand that looks more synthetic than the old. And he bows and he says, thank you, God. There is just one more thing, my lord. We have an intruder. (gasps) He's been following the group since they entered the tunnels, and he is following me now. And the figure sitting on the chair raises his hand and waves forward and says, Come out, my friend. Come, let me see you. And a tiny boy with green eyes walks forward. <gasps> oh my god. And then you see the boy is not smiling. He looks small in this room. He looks like a boy. For the first time, he feels like a boy. He's scared. Mm. And you hear the figure in the throne say, Why would you interrupt my testing? Well, I just wanted to see what you were doing down here. There is something very strange, and I, I would like a part of it, you see. I want to be a part of it. You seek to steal what is mine, you demonic worm. You seek to steal the power of God. I, I seek what could be anyone's. And with a lazy flick of his finger, you see the boy gets dragged to the ground. As his face smashes on the ground, he turns around and writhes in pain. And you see him twist as his green eyes begin to glow vividly as he's in pain. And the person in the chair just stops and waves his hand and the boy goes still again. And the shrouded figure looks down at the demon bestie, now curled up in a ball, having been served a dose of power he's never been used to. And he says, Now, go. Do not trouble me and my followers any longer. As for those that you have power over, keep them, I care not. But we will see who Cain Kaufman and his friends belong to in the end. Now, go. And again, with a lazy flick of his hand, you just see the demon bestie gets banished in this green light out of the tunnels. And the shrouded figure sits back into his chair and looks up at the constellations spinning above him as the pale mare genuflects and goes down and just begins to bask in the awe of his master. And the shrouded figure looks at the pretend constellations spinning in the sky above him, and he says, whispering to himself, So soon, so very, very, soon and on that our camera fades away oh, oh my, my god, god. <laughs> oh.
5: Oh.
6: Thanks for listening tall tale theater collective is proud to announce that we are expanding our podcast network to now feature two programs we will continue to present our horror series night terrors welcome to a world of thrills threats and terrors night terrors is an anthology radio play podcast that will bring you face to face with your nightmares come listen if you dare introducing our newest program Fantasy Fantasia, which includes two RPG podcast campaigns. The first is Dungeons and Dragons, Legend of the Silver Flame. Experience laughs, suspense, and triumph with a motley crew of adventurers who could be the last hope against great evil long thought to be vanquished. The second is Monster Hearts, Undergrad. Follow the tale of romance, mystery, desire, and murder as an unlikely bunch of mostly pubescent monsters navigate their social, academic, and supernatural lives at Oakhurst College. Listeners even get the chance to weigh in on the action of both campaigns. For more, visit our website at www.talltaletheatre.com. Talltale Theatre Collective. Grow with us.